0: my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossapp, fightful.com. Here with a name you know. And boy, you're gonna get to know him even more on Tuesday, July 6th. NXT Great American Bastard running it back, Adam Cole. Kyle O'Reilly. Adam Cole, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great, man. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't be better. How are you? I'm
0: doing really awesome. I mean, you got this big mash, uh, again, running it back with Kyle O'Reilly. How were you feeling physically after that first one? That was a brutal, brutal match. And knowing that's what you're looking forward to this next time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, anytime I'm in the ring with Kyle, which has been since 2009 uh, at this point, I know it's one of the more um, physical altercations I'm going to have. But specifically the one, at, the one at Stand and Deliver. Um, man, I was, I was really, really, really sore uh, for a long time. And not only is it because I'm in there with Kyle. Not only because it was unsanctioned, but again, because we're kind of going through this schedule of uh matches themselves being more sporadic. Um, it's like your body doesn't have that callous quite the same. So yeah, it, it was a solid week, week and a half where I was like, All right, it's tough to get out of bed this morning.
0: And you you <laughs> but, had a you had a little bit more time off after that match than usual. Like it was it was a couple right. of months. But when it's a guy like Kyle, of course, you all have this professional rivalry now. Is it one of those situations where you all lay it in a little bit more because you you know each other? Or is it one of those situations where you take care of each other a little bit more because you're buddies? Like, how do you balance that?
1: It's, yeah, that's such a good question because it's strange because you definitely definitely hit each other a little bit harder uh, (laughs) because you know there's not going to be any issues. But at the same time, um, under no circumstance do I ever want to put him in a situation where I feel like I could ever... uh, you know, seriously hurt him. I mean, I, but at the same time, I feel that way about everybody i step into the ring with. Um, But but you're right. There is like this fine line where like, you know, I don't know if there's an idea or something where it could really put him in danger. I might be more apt to jump in and be like, Hey man, I don't, I don't want you to get hurt. You know what I mean? So, but at the same time we're blasting each other. So
0: (laughs) really looking forward to that match on great American bash. Now I solicited some reader questions, ahead of this and i got one don't know who this could be it just says a dr brit b from pittsburgh asks if you're in an arena with a famous dentist are they
1: chanting bay bay or dmd oh i think it depends on where we are or maybe maybe they could do both maybe it could oh, be the,
0: the dueling chance
1: yeah the, the dueling I, th- I think that would be the ultimate that would be and, the, and that would make us both very happy
0: but let's let's talk about the interpromotional match that everybody wants. Adam Cole versus Adam Coleman, Panama Sunset versus Panama Sunrise. When's that going down?
1: God, I don't know, and, and honestly, I'm probably going to try to you know duck that match or dodge that match for as long as possible because Adam Coleman he has me reeling a little bit. I don't know if I could handle all that, especially the mind games. Yes. my God, what what a trash talker that Adam Coleman is.
0: I mean, uh, for those of you that that aren't clued in, uh, Tyler Breeze. Now, now Adam Coleman apparently, uh, yeah. obviously, things things happen. He's no longer with WWE. Still with up, up, down, down. H- how are you feeling about that? I mean, obviously that's a buddy of yours, and this is a unique situation. But you all still get to do what you love as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that is the uh, just the unfortunate reality of of life. You know, of course, anytime um, you work anywhere, and a friend of yours is is no longer with the company, uh, um, or is it a situation that is unfortunate for them? Under any circumstance, of course, it's uh, it's very, very you know, upsetting. Uh, however, um, he's a guy that just man, he has he has such a great head on his shoulders and and such a great idea of what he wants to do and where he wants to go. And again, still being able to to hang out with him on up, up, down, down, and and stuff like that. I can tell you for sure there's no ill will um, on on his part because he's a pro, and that's just the type of guy he is and why he's such a great friend. So I love him to death. Um, Of course, it's never good news, but he's going to be just fine. Adam Coleman is going to be just fine. I was going
0: to say, when when you get that Fightful article that says uh, he's applied for the Adam Coleman trademark, <laughs> no. maybe things will change. That's too far. That's too far, yeah. Things will change a little bit. So it's funny because, I mean, you, you've accomplished so much as a wrestler and you're still so young, and then when I put out there, hey guys, I'm talking to Adam Cole today, a solid half of the questions are about up, up, down, down, and to party, and, and that community that you guys have cultivated there how did how were you first approached to even make this happen to be a part of this because i feel like i remember xavier xavier saying that you all knew each other but weren't necessarily close before this
1: yeah yeah i'm so glad you asked that because not many people actually know that story but it was so it was right around when the pandemic started um and you know again like like he says i was i was friends or friendly with cesaro breeze woods um but those guys were doing content consistently with up, up, down, down. I had only been there sporadically. And then uh, they had made the decision like, Hey, we want to start doing more content since we can't provide as much content with the pandemic starting. And we want to do uno. We need a fourth guy. And they all like had a meeting, I guess. And we're like, (laughs) who could be the fourth dude. And they were like, well, Adam Cole really likes video games. And Adam Cole seems like a cool dude. Let's let's ask him. And honestly, if it doesn't work, we don't like it. We don't have chemistry with them. Then we'll just, you know, look for somebody else. So I was kind of on trial, like in the yeah. in the beginning, which I didn't even know. Um, but f- literally halfway through the first episode, they knew. I knew it was like we'd been doing it forever. Um, and and one of the coolest things with that is again, those three have become three of my best friends now uh, through this whole thing. I just I love those guys to death. And like you had briefly touched on, um, it is so true. I get just as many comments or, you know, notifications or comments or whatever it is uh, about the party and about up, up, down, down as I do about wrestling now. Um, Because, again, to read stuff like, and it's important not to brush over this, but to read stuff like, hey, you don't understand what I was going through. This happened through the pandemic me and my friends get together and it's the hardest we laugh every single week. And you guys make my week by just four guys virtually playing uno. It's crazy, but it's, but it's amazing. And that's why it's so important to me and, and breeze and woods and and Cesaro. So it's such a natural,
0: like, transition for pro wrestlers to be into gaming and streaming as well. I mean, you guys are entertainers. You're right. Nobody gets into pro wrestling on their own without being creative, like, because you're constantly creating promos, angles, moves, anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you're constantly, well, up until about a year and a half ago, interacting with a live audience. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like such a a natural transition. Also, I love it's like everybody in the house has a second job.
1: Dentist Uno. Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) like
1: that's that's so rad. It's true. It's true. But you're, man, I'm so glad you said that as well. Cause it's so true. That connection is, It. it's crazy. Also, if you just look at the fan base for what it is um, it, it's, there are so many people who are into video games who like pro wrestling as yeah. well. Um, And then, so it makes sense. Like you said, there are a ton of pro wrestlers who are very into video games and, and not just from the content creator, uh, you know, producing video standpoint, but like artistically, I can't tell you how many ideas I've gotten for promos or from literally video game villains. Like there's so much content out there with so much creative content and just different stories being told. You can do anything in a video game world. So like there's this character, handsome Jack from uh, Borderlands, who is like my all time favorite. He's the most smarmy, cocky, arrogant video game villain of all time. And I, God, literally, it's crazy to say this cuz he's a video game character. But I've studied some of his stuff before. It's just, it's amazing. And so, if people who people have seen it, they know, they know what I'm talking about. He's amazing.
0: So another one of the questions I got a ton, and I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of asking, and they go, is he really six feet tall? <laughs> is, you, I know you see it all the time. You see it all, all the time the, on Twitter, right? All the time. So instead what I'll ask, who's taller, you or Malcolm Bivens? Oh. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better that's betterhelp.com slash fightful what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co
1: Man, I was really hoping to avoid the um, the six feet tall. Question. I'm sorry, I
0: gotta go. I gotta no, go. No, I gotta I, ask a tough question. But you,
1: I understand, and and you did ask a fair one. Um, and I've I've always been honest, so I'm gonna stay, you know, stay that way. But yeah, Malcolm's a giant, man. Uh, so he is. Malcolm Bivens is taller than me, but again, that's comp- comparing me to a guy who, again, I don't even know exactly how tall he is. But yeah, he towers over me.
0: Plus, I mean, I hear of all these great things he does for people, like he. He let Omas borrow his suit for his like his debut on Raw. So, good yep. good guy there. Apparently, much, much nothing but good things to say. Much yeah. different than what you see on TV. Speaking speaking of, we saw one of your old buddies on TV, Roderick Strong with Diamond Mine, and we've got like Hideki Suzuki and Tyler Rust. These people who have that 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 type of background where where you know it goes together really well. What did you think of that? Because this is a person who. There, there are sort of some pages left unturned with in Roderick Strong with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So for me to see Roddy in this role, though, uh, is really exciting. Because, uh, again, I know that Roderick has been doing a lot of training, uh, got quite a bit of MMA training, and he is a stud. Um, again, when it comes to bell to bell in the ring, uh, and intensity and conditioning and, and cardio, he's, he's a freak of nature. So I I think for Roddy to be in this role, um, not only in a group, but leading a group like this is going to be great for him. I I think we're going to see a whole new side of Roderick Strong, uh, which has me excited to watch. Uh, But yeah, I am in no rush to get in the ring with super fired up diamond mind Roddy. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I loved when they when they debuted that. And I mean, you guys you guys had a lot of history together. We do. one of the things I wanted to ask about, and obviously Kyle Riley, who you're facing at Great American Bash on oh, yeah. Tuesday, you all are in some War Games matches together, and really the the rebirth of War Games. And I'm so interested. I've been asking everybody who's even been a part of those, like, what was that process like when you're first told War Games is happening and you're going to be in it? Much less the fact that you've been in four of them now. You're like you're you're a veteran, and you've been in War Games. You've been in like di- different kinds with different numbers of people. How has that process been? Who has helped you? I'm so fascinated by this.
1: Yeah, so it's it was such an exciting, uh, wild experience, especially the first time because I had like just gotten to NXT. It was like my first takeover match was a War Games match. So uh, yeah, the process was was very very exciting, but also nerve wracking. Again, you got a lot of bodies in there, but when it comes to creatively, you know, coming up with it. Uh, it's in every sense of the word, it's always been a massive team effort. Um, In a lot of those matches, again, I've been in there with a bunch of creative minds. Um, Again, Shawn Michaels has always been super, super helpful in every way that he can. Uh, But from a group effort standpoint, surprisingly, it has, it's never been too difficult Um, just because again, uh, the the guys who have been in those matches are, are really, really smart and have been doing this for a long time. So when you have that many people in there, uh, not only creatively uh, but very excited for it, uh, it it makes it a piece of cake and really really fun. Th- that's that's probably my favorite style of match I think uh, in in NXT when it comes to gimmick matches. I love the war games matches.
0: So have you have you learned that as you go on, you're getting more accustomed to it? Do, like I mean, at this point, you're a staple. Every year you're in it. Like, throughout the year, are you thinking, like, yeah, we can do this in more games. We can do this spot
1: in more games. I can,
0: like, it's, I mean, it's a match you're always in.
1: Right, right, yeah. Definitely as it gets closer. So, I I used to be, actually, uh, I used to think a lot more about the future um, and and stuff that I needed to accomplish. But, again, for two reasons. Uh, one, I'm learning to kind of live in the moment more. So, oftentimes, I've been so preoccupied with currently what I'm doing that I'll just be focused on on that. Uh, And then secondly, because it's, you know, the pro wrestling industry stuff can change all the time. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, but definitely like in the months leading up to it, once we get to like two months out, I absolutely am thinking, God, how can I fall off the cage this year?
0: (laughs) In, In that same vein, I'm always interested about people's Royal Rumble experiences. And you had a pretty cool one because you came out as, as a surprise in 2018. How far ahead did you, you find out about that? And I mean, a, a guy your age, you probably grew up adoring the Royal Rumble, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, not only that. So for, to answer the first part of your question, I found out less than 24 hours before. Um, I was pulled into a room after takeover uh, and Triple H was the one who told me. He goes, hey, congratulations, you're gonna be in the, in the Royal Rumble tomorrow. And this was right after my Extreme Rules match with Alistair Black. Um, but aside from just being such a massive fan of the Royal Rumble, that one was in Philadelphia. And I used to go to shows in Philadelphia all the time. That was like, I would get there at noon and it has a certain parking lot where you could sit there and you could watch all the guys show up in their cars or limos or whatever. Um, So I can't tell you how many events I've been to in Philly. So to be able to do the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia, where I trained to be a wrestler, where I would go to shows all the time. Uh, and as a surprise and for the fans to be excited about it, I was like, oh my God, what a massive thing to check off the bucket list. So it was awesome.
0: A great moment, of course. And, and I'm sure this Tuesday, July 6th, Great American Bash will be another one. Any any kind of final words before you go in there with a guy like Kyle O'Reilly, who you know, you, you love. I mean, may, maybe maybe there's some like you're, you're trying to, to show him that tough love, so to speak, but... As, as you go into this this pivotal match.
1: Yeah, so I, I've never uh, questioned that. I, I, I know for a fact that Kyle O'Reilly is just, a, he's an excellent pro wrestler. Um, I know that Kyle in many ways brings the absolute best out of me. I think back to all the battles we had um, all over the world. Again, fighting each other in the, in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, fighting each other when I was just 18, 19 years old. I've known Kyle for a really, really long time. But this one's really important because it's our first straight up wrestling match in NXT. And to me, at the end of the day, myself and Kyle can showcase ourselves the best in a straight up wrestling match. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, uh, not only because of what I know we're going to bring to the table, but I'm really looking forward to it to prove how much better Adam Cole is than Kyle O'Reilly. So it, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a war. It's it's gonna be a war, but it will be an exciting match. I can promise you that.
0: Following up the the acclaimed unsanctioned match, it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal. Guys, check it out. USA Network, July 6th, NXT Great American Bash. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Adam, thank you so much. It's been too long. Thank you for taking the time.
1: Way too long. Great to talk to you, man.
0: Until next time, guys, we're out.